of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. Oh, I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the Fruited Plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. It is your source for one-stop shopping in the realm of common sense. We're never on sale. Always full price because you want what we've got. Nobody else is going to talk about some of this stuff today. They want you to hear, of course, Hunter Biden indicted, faces 17 years in prison Blah, 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 blah. They're not going to tell you anything you don't already know because all of this information has been out there for three years. It's taken David Weiss five years to get off his duff and do one of something, though this is not the story. I have the story right after this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Okay, so the backstory here, right? Let's just look at the New York Post. Hunter faces 17 years in prison for spending millions on hard partying lifestyle while dodging taxes. What do you mean? How much did he spend? How how much could he spend? How about 1.64 million dollars in ATM withdrawals? Can you guys imagine in 4 years pulling out 1.64 million dollars? We did the math. That would be just shy of $1,000 every single day. That's what that dude blew through. $683,000 for payments to various women. Payments to various women. Mm. $397,000 for clothing and accessories. Got to play the part. $309,000 on tuition and education. For what? Who knows? $237,000 health, beauty, pharmacy products. It goes on and 188,000 on adult entertainment, 71,000 on drug and alcohol rehab. So this is supposed to be the story today. They want this to generate all of the smoke, all of the ire, all of the frustration of people who've been covering this forever and get you off of the story that we believe is the real one. House Ways and Means Committee. Is this a place where you guys frequent? No, of course not. But we should. Newly released evidence underscores Joe Biden's excessive use of a secret email address to communicate with his son's business associates. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Whenever they call in somebody like Hunter's supposed to be there next week, 
It's part of the reason why this whole indictment mumbo jumbo is coming out right now. It's going to keep him from going in and quote unquote testifying. Whenever they do these closed door things, Democrats and Republicans are there. The Democrats know exactly what is spoken of. They have the goods. They run back to the Uniparty. The Uniparty launches some kind of counteroffensive as a smokescreen diversion from what is most certainly coming out. And what is most certainly coming out is that alleged wall between Joe Biden and his family is clearly bogus beyond measure. And as much as CNN wants to continue with the lie, there's no proof, there's no direct evidence that goes away now. The House Ways and Means Committee voted to release 56 new pages of evidence showing that then-Vice President Joe Biden used multiple email aliases and private email addresses to communicate with his son's business associate and main financial architect, directly refuting previous public statements that the president has made that he has no knowledge of his son's business dealings. Biden appears now to not only have had knowledge, but also was intimately involved in Hunter Biden's business dealings. The material released further corroborates the previous testimony of IRS agents Joseph Ziegler and Gary Shapley, highlighting the incredible level of access Hunter Biden and his business partners had in Joe Biden's public office while working for foreign businesses. So what are some of the things that they released today? Well, among the pages of new evidence provided to the committee and released by a vote of that committee, a document with data on 327 emails showing Joe Biden's correspondence via email aliases with a key Hunter Biden business associate. 327 friends, 54 of those emails were exclusively between Joe Biden and one of Hunter's business partners, Eric Schwerin, who is in charge of structuring the family's various shell companies that launder money around the world. I want you to think about what I am saying to you right now. As the entirety of Washington, D.C. puts its fingers in its ears and goes, la, 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 la. Listen to what I am saying. 38 of those 327 emails were from the White House to a Joe Biden alias with Hunter Biden copied on them. The newly released information shows that direct emails between Schwerin, the architect of the Biden family shell companies, and then Vice President Biden increased dramatically during times when Vice President Biden traveled to Ukraine. This is relevant because at the same time, Hunter Biden was appointed to the board of the Ukrainian company Burisma, which previously released evidence that is confirmed was his appointment was entirely meant to throw the political weight of the Biden family brand behind Burisma's interests. But there's more. Prior to Vice President Biden's June 2014 trip to Ukraine, he and Eric Schwerin exchanged five emails after that trip and before the vice president's November trip back to Ukraine. He and Schwerin emailed 27 more times 
The vice president subsequently threatened to withhold a billion dollars in foreign aid for Ukraine if the prosecutor looking into corruption at Hunter Biden's company was not fired. And of course, Poroshenko was fired. Among the materials released by the Ways and Means Committee today, again, remember, ladies and gentlemen, they do not want you talking about this. It's Hunter. Hunter's problem, Hunter's drug addiction, Hunter's porn addiction, Hunter's human trafficking, which was funded by Joe Biden brand. Among the materials released by the Ways and Means Committee today is an email from Hollywood lawyer and Biden family fixer Kevin Morris, who we've spoken about often on this program, who is in the process of paying out $2 million to cover Hunter Biden's back taxes Expressing to a Biden family accountant the need to reconcile Hunter Biden's unpaid taxes because it posed a, quote, considerable risk personally and politically. What happened to pay your fair share? This came in February 2020, weeks before the Super Tuesday Democrat primary election, in an attempt to clear up one of the single biggest political liabilities to the Biden campaign. And they want to tell you that Donald Trump interfered in the 2020 election by asking questions about the clearly dubious results of it. They want you to believe that somehow Donald Trump overvalued his business, his brand, his name, his everything in order to secure preferential loans. Of course, that's not the case, and we can document that clearly by looking at basic real estate records and by the way there was no nobody who was harmed in that alleged fraud how many more things do we have to go through donald trump is the main smokescreen of all of this but it's not working he's gaining popularity in the polls there's nothing they can do to stop it it is a runaway freight train and they know what is coming Speaker Mike Johnson saying that next week looks like a reasonable time for the House to make a vote on an impeachment inquiry into the president of the United States of America on charges that are demonstrable with bank records, not with hyperbole, not with supposition, not with it feels like or I think so, not with rumor mongering or or randos who come out of the woodwork and say X, Y or Z. Paper, documents, emails, aliases, ghost phones. And how many trips around the world on your freaking dime? Meanwhile, these Jags have the audacity to enlist an 87,000-person army of bean counters to knock on your door and shake you down and make your life a living hell. Pay your fair share? Hunter couldn't even pay his. They needed some fat cat lawyer who bought his crappy art to ride in and save the day. We have a bankrupt, emotionally and financially first family, and a president of the United States who I have no doubt is a felon. We'll continue next.
on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, and I love all these people out there. Oh, breaking news. Did you hear Hunter been indicted? Oh, my. You guys, we've had the contents of the laptop for three years. Thanks to Marco Polo. Marco Polo released a 640-page report. Free for everybody. They went through it. Uh, Garrett Ziegler, I think, is his name. Young man who used to work in the Trump administration. If the guy's 30 years old, I'd be surprised. Who takes the time and does what nobody else does. We're going to go through every disgusting, sordid detail in that laptop, which, of course, they told us was fake. Oh, well, actually, it's real. Well, we're going to tell you what's in it. How about 140 business crimes? How about 191 sex crimes? 128 drug crimes, 459 crimes committed by the Bidens and their associates. And so we're supposed to be, oh my, Hunter, he's, he's been indicted. Oh, Marco Polo reached out to every single pimp and hooker and drug dealer and business partner on Hunter Biden's laptop. They put all of the emails and the photos online, all of the FARA violations, the money laundering, the human trafficking. I'm talking about the president of the United States and his family. The biggest story on planet freaking Earth. Crickets. By the media. Crickets. Now, I want, to, I want to pivot here, though. Okay? All of these resources are available to you. We share everything. How about this? I want you to hear the sound of desperation. So, the House has to do things to make it appear as though there's some kind of progress going on. That these people don't just work, you know five hours a day, nine months a year, and enjoy all expenses paid, living, dining, many accused of insider trading, right? So Jamal Bowman gets censored, censured. He gets a slap on the wrist. That's all it is. Everybody votes in the House. And enough people voted, yeah, you suck. You're a stupid, you know, fire alarm yanker liar. You admitted you did it. You delayed a vote, which is obstruction. Last time I checked, there's some January Sixers who I'm sure would like to chirp in and tell you about that. Right? So they censure the guy. It doesn't mean anything. It means that he is supposed to be ashamed. He's supposed to walk around with a scarlet letter and get some proverbial stones thrown at him, kick the curb a couple times. Okay. That's all it is. And you have Ilhan Omar, one of the most toxic people. Wake up. Who votes for these clowns? You get the government you vote for. Here's Ilhan Omar specifically talking about Michigan Representative Lisa McLean, who was hardcore for Jamal to get more than a censure. And Ilhan, Ilhan Omar doesn't want us talking about the first family crime syndicate. She wants to turn all of this around and go to their number one favorite excuse, Donald Trump. It always comes back to their ire, their loathing, their derangement (laughs) over Donald Trump. Listen to this speech from Ilhan Omar. 
Omar. Gentlelady is recognized for one minute. Thank you, Ranking Member. It is understandable why the author of this censure doesn't know what is up and what is down, because obviously someone who wants to talk about crime supports a former president currently running for president that is facing 91 federal and state indictments. It is clear she doesn't know what is up and down because we sit on the Education and Labor Committee together talking about how she wants to help our kids, but all she wants to do is criminalize their ability to exist as individuals. It makes sense that she doesn't know what is up and down because she keeps talking about accountability and she doesn't understand that criminal charges are accountability. Pleading guilty is taking accountability. That is what the gentleman has done. The only reason we are here is because she wants more time on camera. It is to make sure there is an ability to send a fundraiser asking for money. This censure is not necessary because this gentleman has already been held accountable. He said he did it. We all know he did it. He was caught on video doing it, Ilhan. And why do you sound so frightened? Your voice is shaking. Your hands are as well. What is it? You want to tell us that because Jamal Bowman admitted he's a dirt bag and a dope, that he should be just okayed. You can break rules. You can break the law as long as you admit it. Donald Trump never admitted it. There's a difference. Well, Donald Trump is not guilty of the things that he's accused of, Ilhan. And you know that better than anyone. You guys have spent the last seven years concocting a plan, creating the storylines. Fannie Willis in Fulton County, Georgia, she's been working on this since the minute she ran. This is their destiny. It's not about what's good for America. It's not about American exceptionalism. It is not about making America great again. And you all hate him so much because that's what his objective is. That's it. He doesn't need the money. He doesn't need the fame. He doesn't need the title. But he knows he's the only one Who's going to put you guys where you deserve? Don't go anywhere. CNN. My, my, my. CNN. What are you doing? They bring out some, some limp guns to try to defend Joe Biden and his crime family and point fingers elsewhere. We'll walk through it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. You know... I want to I want to say this before we pivot into this CNN. It's funny CNN they're walking this tightrope. They have these random acts of journalism. They have moments of clarity, of just honesty and honest communication. And then all 95 other percent of the time they're terrible. And today is 100% terrible. But but Super interesting to listen to because we're not just we're not just gobbling up what they're telling us. 
We're examining it. And we're looking for hidden motives that aren't very hidden. Now, before we move on to that, I want to get back to this House Ways and Means document that was just dropped. Among the material, so you know House Oversight, House Judiciary and Ways and Means. I call them the, the Holy Trinity, right? These three guys, Jason Smith, Jim Jordan, Jamie Comer, are working in concert, separately but together, to get all these things, the ducks in the row, so that they can go to Johnson and say, hey, it's time. We've got the goods. We've got, we've got ironclad evidence. We understand where they're going to try to poke holes in what we're saying. There's not even a question that Joe Biden's dirty as balls, and so is everybody who's related to him. It just is a fact. So Ways and Means dropped this, and you don't, you don't really think about House Ways and Means Committee, but now you do. Among the materials released by the Ways and Means Committee today is an email from Hollywood lawyer and Biden family fixer Kevin Morris, who's in the process of paying about $2 million to cover Hunter Biden's back taxes. He was expressing to a Biden family accountant the need to reconcile Hunter Biden's unpaid taxes because it posed, quote, a considerable risk personally and politically. This came in February 22, ladies, or 2020. February 2020, nine months before that election. And they knew what they were up against. And they knew they had to run interference. And they've been working to cover this crap up and to fire off other inflammatory storylines to throw you off of clearly what there's not enough people to cover up. Joe Biden, who professes to know nothing of his son's business dealings, attended lunches, went to dinners, went on golfing trips, met in restaurants in D.C. and other places, was involved on phone calls. And they know the walls are closing in. So let's get to CNN. They're running interference for Joe and family again. David Axelrod, they're going to bring this guy out from the Obama administration. I mean, honest to God, if you were a, if you were a quote unquote media outlet, would you find somebody who's in a highly political environment on one side of the aisle or other? I think it just makes you lose any shred of objectiv- object objectivity you could possibly have. So they bring da- they bring this guy David Axelrod out. All right, and I want you to hear some of what he says. This is the desperate spin to cover for Joe and Hunter and Jim et al. by pointing fingers at the favorite whipping boy, Donald Trump. On CNN's Newsnight last night, CNN senior political commentator and former Obama advisor David Axelrod acknowledged that there were issues as to whether special counsel David Weiss could file Cases in venues outside of Delaware before he was made special counsel, getting into the weeds with this stuff. But the host of the program, a woman named Abby Phillip, she says, if you're a Republican and you're trying to make the case that the Justice Department is going easy on Hunter Biden, that there is some hidden nefarious thing that Joe Biden did. Abby, honey, where the hell have you been? Are you purposely acting stupid or do you not care enough to look at the surveillance video on January 6th? Are, are you not 
Are you not inquisitive enough to look at the documents that have been released by Congress? The shell companies, the suspicious activity reports, the transfers, the deposits. Abby, you, you can't be this dumb or, or corrupt, or can you? Audio soundbite one. You can't get around the fact that this is, in fact, the president's son. And despite what his attorneys said, that this wouldn't have been a case if he were not a Biden. Do you think that that will pass muster or are these charges serious enough that uh, it, it seems like they are legitimate? Really? It seems she's completely. What? It, it almost sounds like it. It happened. I, I mean, what? What? Hey, Abby, Stuart Rhodes was sentenced to 18 years in prison. Not for what he did on January 6th, allegedly. But for what he could do if he were allowed to be free. Think about that. And you're going to sit here and be like, what? It seems sort of kind of serious you think audio soundbite number two this is where they draw the delineation right this is where they try to heisman well they're talking about hunter yeah hunter's a dirtbag he's had problems but this isn't joe they're two different people really listen uh, the important uh thing that we should notice that this is Hunter Biden and not Joe Biden. Right. Yeah. And the Republicans have mm. tried very, very hard for the last couple of years to make the linkage that somehow uh, the president was involved with his son's business, that he profited from his son's business. None of that has turned out uh, to be true. They certainly haven't turned up any evidence of oh, it. Oh, boy, David, you are such a putz. Hunter was on the hook for Joe Biden's living expenses, you hack. There was a joint bank account among Hunter, Eric, and Joe. Emails prove it. Oh, but they didn't. That, we don't know that that was the real hard drive, says Dan Goldman, the, the Democrat representative of Suck. Well, how do we know? Really? Hunter's business paid for Joe's second iPhone. His burner phone. You know, that phone that was exclusively for Hunter and Joe? The Secret Service didn't harden the phone. They didn't they didn't get into it. It was a clear national security risk, ladies and gentlemen, probably bugged. Tax fraud, FARA violations. WhatsApp messages, pictures, screenshots, audio recordings, videos. There's no evidence, ladies and gentlemen. This is as offensive as Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday saying that inflation is coming down and that Americans just don't realize that eggs cost a few cents less than this time last year. You guys just don't get it. You're not smart enough to understand economics. You ever wanted to choke somebody? Oh, yeah. But it goes on. This is where your illustrious host who thinks there's no evidence because she's looked at none, because she's in the sycophant's echo chamber of sock, she's going to say, but wait a minute. Don't talk about Joe. Don't talk about Joe. This is, this is justice working. Listen. 
If you're a Republican and you're trying to make the case that the Justice Department is going easy on Hunter Biden, that there's uh, some hidden nefarious thing that Joe Biden did related to Hunter Biden's misdeeds, this indictment seems to lay it squarely on Hunter Biden and also mm. seems to indicate the Justice Department is working. Yeah. That might very well be something that the Biden administration doesn't mind. Well, Oh, boy. This is going to be great, though. David Axelrod is going to come in. And this is where he lays a monster excrement egg, right? Well, the best part of all is there's been no interference, right? This investigation, David Weiss, by the book, he's been doing it for five years. Can you guys imagine being on one thing for five years and having nothing to show for it? Zero until yesterday. There's been no interference, David Axelrod says. Not the Department of Justice going after parents, going after the faithful. Oh, come on. Okay, listen. Pretty clearly there hasn't been interference here uh, because the indictment was uh, was placed. And, and in fact, David Weiss, the, uh, the special counsel who was then uh, not the special counsel, but was investigating this for five and a half years, told Congress last fall that he hadn't, there was no interference with him with the case, and he was doing uh, what he thought uh, was appropriate. Uh-huh, he thought what he was doing was appropriate, but it's so funny because we have whistleblowers who've come forward and said, wait a minute, in order for me to have clearance to dig where I needed to dig, to prove what we were seeing. I had to go to 17 different layers of approval. I was mired down in a web of bureaucratic garbage. It was clear they didn't want us talking about this. What about Leslie Wolf? Not allowed to talk about Joe Biden, not allowed to ask questions about the big guy, but there was no interference, right? And you're not finished with this. This is only three and a half minutes of CNN last night. Until you can come around and you can say, it's not these people that are the problem. It's Trump. This has nothing to do with Donald Trump, David. Go. Abby, I expect that the Republicans are going to try. They, they will. Uh, you know, there's an impeachment move. The speaker said the other day that he's ready to move to a, a, an impeachment inquiry. I think Donald Trump is very much encouraging that because he wants yeah. offsetting penalties. Uh, and it's really important to keep in focus that what Donald Trump is, Donald Trump is on trial for things that Donald Trump did. Wow. And apparently the House of Representatives wants to uh, impeach the president for things that he didn't do. Wow. David Axelrod, judge, jury and executioner. We don't have to go through the standard realm of justice. Who needs a trial? I'm going to tell you he's guilty. Two of the judges in the case have already said he's guilty. That Ergeron hack, who's a weirdo incarnate, has already said if the jury comes back and gives him a verdict that he's on, that he's displeased with, he has no problem waving his magic wand and overruling it. You want to tell me that this is justice in America? David Axelrod has convicted Donald Trump of what? Meanwhile, we're going to put our blinders on all of those documents that we've seen. All of the checks that didn't happen. And finally, don't forget the emotion. Joe Biden, the sob story. Joe Biden, the survivor, the family heartbreak, the son who's an addict. He's just a dad who loves his son. Go. 
people will ask about the political implications of this. I, I, Joe Biden's the, a father, and I think there are emotional implications to this. He's lost two children. His mm. son obviously struggled. That is, uh, uh, the indictment reflects that. Uh, he went through a hard period in his life. Uh, and all of this is going to be uh, going on in the middle of a presidential race while he's president mm. of the United States. And it's just yeah. one more added burden. It, oh. it very much is. It just very much is. It's just so unfair. I mean, it's just so unreal. Sort of like when Donald Trump was president and Adam Schiff and House Democrats went through 85 different things and subpoenaed every record, every person, every everything. Sort of like that, guys. Yeah, we're familiar with that. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next. I want to get into this. Yeah, we we understood we made a, a mistake and, and we apologized right away. The we reacted quickly defense. Next. It's it's kind of enjoyable once you're awake and once you're once you're past being angry about everything. And, and it's hard. I get it. It's a process. And if you're somewhere along that process. It's okay. You're going to get through it onto the other side and you're going to be able to look at it with much clarity and sanity and with a vision that a lot of folks in this country don't have. And one of the visions I have and I see is how quickly they jump to the when they're found guilty of something, Democrats. They will ultimately admit the mistake but they will use the, oh, we had no idea. And once you told me the error of my ways, like Joe Biden with the documents, right? How many thousands of pages of documents? Boxes of documents back to the days when he was a U.S. senator in Delaware, okay? A zillion years ago. He has crap that he took from the skiffs in Congress and took home with him. I don't know how you stuff that crap down your pants or if somebody's like, uh, la, 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 as you walk out, I don't know. But they ran interference for him. Oh my gosh, we found these classified documents. <gasps> we were as surprised as you are. And then what did we do? We immediately took action and we called the proper authorities and said, look, we are so shocked, but I don't think we should have this. You might want to come get it. And that's the defense. Not that I'm a dirtbag who broke the rules and have because I've believed I operate with immunity and do whatever I want. Right. We're just going to say after the fact, oopsies, sorry. But then we're going to raid Mar-a-Lago. Huh. So curious. Well, the House censures... Jamal Bowman. Now, this is the most recent example of this strategy being played. Let's not talk about Jamal Bowman, who, by the way, is a former principal. He's a school principal. They have fire drills in schools. Fire alarms are shockingly similar. Zip code to zip code. What do they have on them? Last time I checked, they're usually red and white. They're in a box with a sign that says emergency. And there's a lever that you just don't walk by and your backpack snags. You have to get in there and bring it down. And then, right? And Jamal Bowman, because he is a dope of epic nature, lied when your first inclination is to lie 
Like if this defense was going to work for them, like Elhan Omar was pleading on the House floor yesterday, he admitted his mistake. He pled guilty to his crime. This censure vote is unnecessary. No, sister. See, if he was serious about, oh, rats, I really didn't mean to do that. He wouldn't have run out of the building and across the courtyard to a whole different area and feign ignorance and delay a very critical House vote. He wouldn't have done that. He would have come out and said, I am the world's biggest dope. And I did that. And I'm sorry. And I'm guilty. Let's go. See, innocent people do that. Innocent people, when they're being accused of quid pro quo, release the transcript of the phone call that they had. That's what Donald Trump did. They don't just hide. They don't hide. They don't need ghost phones. They don't require aliases or secret email servers or lame brain excuses. Wipe it like wipe it like with a cloth, like with bleach and feign ignorance. The thing that is so frustrating about the oxygen, Jamal Bowman and other dipsticks who are of dubious mental capacity. They waste our time. They wasted time yesterday. Did you guys watch any of the votes for speaker? It's 435 people every single time in a roll call. It takes forever. And then we've got to make sure everybody's got their, you know, it looks like they're playing bingo. Everybody's filling out their, oh, he said that. Okay, good. Did we compare notes? Do we all have the same thing? Okay, censure. In that time, what could these morons have been talking about? Anything that might have been pivotal for we, the people of the United States? Maybe they want to talk about the southern border. Maybe they want to talk about the threats of Hamas sleeper cells. Maybe they want to talk about what's going on with fentanyl. Maybe they want to talk about what's going on with our education. Maybe they want to talk with anything. We're wasting our time on freaking Jamal Bowman. This is the ire of living in High School Musical. This is what this is. It is a theatrical production. Except I'd rather go to my children's high school production than this sorry C-rate performance because it's predictable. Always predictable and predictably you are the one who always will lose. This next hour that we're going to dig into, I strongly encourage you to hang for this one, okay? Anderson Cooper, with their CNN chief legal affairs correspondent, they're going to go through the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Hunter Biden's been indicted. How many felony charges? How many blah, blah, blah? But it's what they don't say that is so very interesting. You won't get it anywhere else, just here on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.